1: Hi there, I'm Stephanie and welcome to Vox Talk. I missed you guys these last couple of weeks and hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. Today on the show, I'm joined by Pat Fraley and Adam Fox. First, the news.
0: The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events.
1: In voiceover news, an article was recently published at Animation World magazine featuring MJ Lalo and several other instructors and casting directors begging the question of how effective celebrity voice acting is in animated films. We want to know how you feel about the subject. To reopen this can of worms, what do you think of celebrity voice actors and do they pose any threat to professionals who do animation voiceover work? Add your thoughts at blogs.voices.com voxdaily. In business news, you might have already heard that the team at Voices.com was honored with an award from CRM Magazine, that's Customer Relationship Management Magazine. To learn more about this award, you can visit the Voices.com press blog linked from the show notes. In closing, do you remember when we told you about the special VoxTalk episode of The Simpsons coming up? Well, you know what? We've produced it, and it is ready for you to listen to. Find out who won the Simpsons Sandalike Challenge in the categories of Best Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Krusty. And also, you'll get to hear some of your colleagues with some pretty darn good Simpsons impressions, if I might say so myself. You know what to do. Go to podcast.voices.com slash VoxTalk and search for that special Simpsons tribute podcast episode.
0: The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business.
1: Today in The Biz, we're joined by Pat Fraley, an author and voiceover instructor who is here to tell you a little bit more about the audiobook market and also tell you a bit about his new book. So take it away, Pat.
2: Greetings to all you Voices.com people, or as I like to think of it, the international voiceover diner. You know, nothing warms the cockles of this old teacher's heart more than getting the news that uh, my students get work. I get this weekly, and it's thrilling, particularly with audiobook deals. I want more and more and more. For the next five minutes, I'm going to talk to you about audiobooks and give you some very good news except for the shameless infomercial at the end of all this, where I talk to you about my two-hour audio CD set and companion 50-page workbook that covers all the performance and business skills you need to work the audiobook market. Wait, I've already started. Okay, I'm stopping. I'm stopping, I promise. Okay, now for some good news. The audiobook market is the best opportunity for the voiceover talent to get work. I've taught workshops and events on this area for years now, and the probability of work gets better by the moment. You see, at present, about 4,000 books are recorded a year. According to my friend and president of Blackstone Audio, Craig Black, which is a real progressive audiobook company, this figure of 4,000 will balloon to 24,000 over the next four years. Why? Because of the success of downloadable audiobooks on the Internet. What this means for audiobook publishers is that they have virtual inventory. No duplication and packaging costs, no shipping, and no returns. No returns is a big deal, by the way. In the publishing business, if a book, magazine, or audiobook doesn't sell, it can be returned to the publisher for full refund. Eeeh, ugly for the publisher. What this means for the voiceover talent is there will be a huge amount of work. The time to get ready and ramp up for this work is now. More good news. Audiobook publishers need all kinds of talents and reads. Those who sound old, very young, or have a Midwest accent. If you've struggled because you sound like you're 16 or 60, guess what? There are books out there and projects that need your sound. It's just a matter of finding the door where the welcome mat is ready and waiting. But just know this. Your read will adjust to the book. You see, the prime directive is the author's intent Let me give you a couple examples. Listen to this brief snippet from a read by Frank Muller, arguably the best performer of audiobooks ever, as he performs part of a short story by Jack London uh, entitled Buck. Now, you red-eyed devil, he said, when he had made an opening sufficient for the passage of Buck's body. At the same time, he dropped the hatchet and shifted the club to his right hand. And Buck was truly a red-eyed devil, as he drew himself together for the spring, hair bristling, mouth foaming, and a mad glitter in his bloodshot eyes. Straight at the man he launched his one hundred and forty pounds of fury, surcharged with the pent passion of two days and nights. In midair, just as his jaws were about to close on the man, he received a shock that checked his body and brought his teeth together with an agonizing clip. Don't you get the sense you're sitting around a campfire? Great. But listen to this read by Richard McGonigal of a book I produced called The Death of Che Guevara. Meanwhile, Guevara's body was placed on view for journalists to see on October 10, and they were allowed to take fingerprints if they wished. Several did. Then, on October 13, Barrientos made the gruesome announcement that Bolivian authorities would put a thumb amputated from Guevara's body at the disposition of investigators. Didn't he sound like he was reporting? Yeah, that's because the book was so dry and had so little thinking and feeling of the author that it was appropriate. It killed Richard McGonigal, who's a consummate actor, but I kept telling him to rein back, no opinions, just lay out the facts. Finally, listen to this brief excerpt from a book called A Puzzling Mind, read by Hillary Huber.
1: It was a disturbing prospect. Rearrange the crime scene photos for the third time. Evelyn had cleared her desk and one by one laid the 8 by 10 color prints down. Tommy shot a look at Evelyn. What are you doing? They remind me of something, she said. Laid out like that, they remind me of something.
2: Did you notice how she held back? There was time between the passages, so she brings you along on the journey all about realizing the author's intent. Here's some more good news. Audiobook jobs are union or non-union and pay very low up to high, depending on how deep the audio publisher's pockets are. This means you can start working for a small audiobook publisher that doesn't pay much but isn't expecting Meryl Streep and build up to bigger projects for more money. On-the-job training, what a concept. And if you're union and offered a non-union gig, I'll tell you how to make it union and be able to take the job. Still more good news. 40 to 50 percent of the jobs are recorded by women which makes it the most equitable area of work in the voiceover arena. Also there's no need to go through an agent. Audio publishers deal directly with you. In fact, agents scare them. They've seen the same movies we have and they're really frightened of the prospect of being called Cookie or Baby. More good news. You only need one relationship with an audio publisher at a time. Your name and voice come up, they call or email you, and you start working. And when you work, you're in the studio for an extended period of time, perhaps 15 hours for a project, getting paid for all the sessions. I could go on, but won't. Know that there are specific skills and a way of going about getting work which are unique to the industry. This is why, and here it comes, I've recorded over two hours of interviews, demonstrations, exercises, examples, and specific information covering all the skills and business you need to work the audiobook market with, and packaged it with a 50-page companion workbook, cover letter templates, and a step-by-step walkthrough on how you prepare your audiobook demo. It's called The Billion Dollar Read, How to Make Money Reading and Recording Books. You can purchase this set, which is discounted for a limited time, at my website bookstore. You just go to patfraley.com, P-A-T-F-R-A-L-E-Y.com, and click on store. It's the first thing available. Okay, end of infomercial. And if you have any questions, email me, patfraley at AOL.com. All right, that was fairly painless, right? Oh, I forgot. Void where prohibited by law and in the state of Wyoming.
0: Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape.
1: Hey there, guys. It's tech time. Take it away, Adam.
2: You're listening to another Defiant Digital podcast for Voices.com.
3: Here's your host, Adam Fox. Hey folks, how y'all doing? Thanks so much for your cards and letters from last week on our discussion about assumptions and uh, technical things that we might uh, be discussing with our clients. And it sparked some interesting discussion regarding what kind of technical um, requirements do your clients put on you, uh, and what kind of things do we discuss with the clients prior to actually doing the job. So I figured that was a good topic of conversation for today, and uh, I'm going to keep it short. I just wanted to throw out there um, the the uh, the call, if you will, to go ahead and submit uh, your ideas and some of the things that maybe you do uh, from a technical nature with your clients, um, especially and specifically uh, in dealing with the pre- Uh, Doing the job ritual, as it were. What kinds of things do you discuss with your clients as far as, and again, we're not trying to give away any technical secrets here or any kinds of uh, uh, business secrets here. We're just merely trying to get um, some listings of things submitted by you, the listeners, to this wonderful podcast um, regarding what kinds of things that you actually will go through the rituals that you may go through with your clients to assure and ensure that the job is going to be exactly what they want when they get it uh, handed to them in their hot little hands or email boxes as it were. So I'll start off with some of the things that I talk to my clients about and I'll just toss a couple of them out there and just go from there. You know most of the time when we get our scripts we'll get the time constraint, okay this is a 30 second spot, Uh, we need it to be this way uh, as far as uh, job format and and how they need the final product to be delivered. And the big question that I ask my clients is, do you want me to provide you with a finished spot of dry voiceover, or did you want me to give you a couple of takes of each one of the uh, sentences that I might be reading, or or the groupings of sentences that I might be reading? I find that a lot of clients will want a couple of different reads, and again, this may be common sense, and I'm certainly not trying to step on any toes, but this is merely a, a, a primer, if you will, to some of the people that are just getting into this and and uh, you know may not know that they can certainly provide options to the clients in that particular uh, fashion, where it doesn't have to necessarily always be a certain way one way or another. We're all about giving flexibility to the clients, right? So I find a lot of clients just want to uh, have a couple of different reads, and I'll I'll specify that with them. Hey, do you want me to give you a finished spot? Do you want a couple of different reads per groupings of lines? Um, I always try to upsell them the production. Obviously, this could certainly be a business point or a technical point, but I always try to upsell them the production because um, it it gives the client an idea of what you can do, and who knows maybe. Maybe, um, maybe they're going through it themselves and they don't really have somebody on their end that um, is an audio engineer, as Betty Zoller has so aptly um, defined for us in previous podcasts that not everybody who puts spots together is an audio engineer. So I certainly try to make my services available to them from that uh, standpoint as to, hey, I can give you custom music creation, I can give you um, you know certain uh, applicable sound f- effects and And other kinds of uh, peripheral things That will really finish the job off Or do you just want me to give you the straight voiceover And of course I always discuss the How do you want the final job to be delivered uh, And in what format uh, And so on and so forth So those are just a couple of things that I throw out there to my clients And uh, like I said I just want to keep it short today But I wanted to throw the idea out there Go ahead and send me some pod mail And uh, let me know what kinds of uh, technical things That uh, you discuss with your clients I think it's a good thing for us to share with everyone And again the whole point here is so that we can share and help those people that are, are learning, coming into the uh, business, and and uh, really trying to find their feet, as it were, um, to help them to understand and to. Uh, learn the processes by which this wonderful business of ours in voiceover uh, can be done, and how we can expand it, and make it better for all of us, as well as providing a higher quality of service to our clients on a daily basis. Because that's what it's all about, right? Boy, I sound like a broken record sometimes, don't I? Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening today. It's uh, it's a joy to be able to offer these podcasts and and be able to um, shoot out these ideas, and and moreover, I really enjoy the opportunity to spark discussion among the forum i think it's a a wonderful thing and and it goes right hand in hand with uh, the vox daily uh blogs that come out and and all the different kinds of uh of uh, peripheral things that, that voices.com offers and, and it just goes to show again that they just care so much about each and every one of us and helping us improve our careers it's just not a place to store and and warehouse a bunch of talent and i just i think that sets them above the bar so like i said you can hit me with an email uh right here at the voices.com website at adamfox.voices.com or you can hit me at my website for the production company at defiantdigital.com So I hope everyone has a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Hope you uh, enjoy that last or the last throes of summer and uh, be productive. And, folks, the uh, Christmas season's right around the corner. So let's all get ready and get busy and let's share. Send me those emails and and, uh, we'll get some of those on the air next week. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, until next time, bye for now.
1: Thank you, Adam. As always, you can send Adam your feedback and pod mail, he loves that, at Adam at DefiantDigital.com.
0: Voxbox, sharing your audio feedback.
1: Have you heard of the Voiceover Experts podcast? For many of you who have been listeners of Vox Talk for a long time, you've heard me talk about it before. For those of you who are new to Voices.com or to VoxTalk, let me share some information with you. VoiceOver Experts is a podcast created for voice actors who want access to continuing education on a weekly basis through podcasts featuring voiceover coaches from all over the world. Lecturing on different topics each week to keep you conditioned and also to challenge you. This podcast, I might add, is awesome for people who are just getting started in the business of voice acting. And as I've heard from many, voiceover experts should be mandatory listening for all voice actors. The best in the business teach weekly for your benefit on the podcast. Just this week, we had Connie Terwilliger on. And last week, it was Dan Leonard, also known as Master Vo. And the week before that, it was Penny Abshire from voiceacting.com. This coming week, you can expect to hear from Pat Fraley, the gentleman you heard from in the biz. And he'll have more advice for you, this time on Dialects. I strongly advise that you take a good listen to Connie Terwilliger's episode from this week. It's about self-assessment and self-evaluation. It's really a must for anyone who wants to know where they stand in the business of voiceover. New coaches are signing on regularly, most recently Bernard Shaw from the United Kingdom. With over a dozen episodes already online, you'll have ample resources to keep you busy. Subscribe through the iTunes podcast directory by searching for VoiceOver Experts or by visiting the VoiceOver Experts website, as I mentioned earlier. That's podcasts.voices.com slash VoiceOver Experts. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you haven't subscribed already, go to podcasts.voices.com slash VoxTalk. Or you can find us in the Apple iTunes podcast directory by searching for Vox Talk. Thanks for listening and staying subscribed. We'll see you next week.